Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights, brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Welcome to XM.com. I'm Cristina Marujos, and you're listening to the Daily Market Common Podcast for Wednesday, August 4th by Mario Sachikiriakos. Wall Street continues to defy gravity. The S&P 500 cruised higher to close at yet another record peak yesterday, telling a much different story than the bond market, which has been feeling the blues lately. Worries that the Delta outbreak will take the wind out of the global growth have been eclipsed by a sensational earnings season and hopes for more federal spending reigniting the relentless bid inequities. And with bond yields sinking, cementing bonds as an asset class with negative real returns, there is simply no alternative. Overall, the outlook for stock markets remains promising. Valuations have corrected a little, with earnings going through the roof, the economic recovery is humming along nicely, and a multi-trillion dollar reconciliation package from Congress doesn't seem to be priced in yet. The only real risk is the Fed normalizing monetary policy. Markets seem positioned for a tapering announcement around year-end, so if the Fed gets the ball rolling in September already, as Waller suggested recently, that could come as a surprise. Even in this case, though, any sell-off will likely be short-lived. Stimulus will be dialed back extremely cautiously. The last thing the Fed wants is to shock the market. Speaking of normalization, the Reserve Bank of New Zealand will probably be the first major central bank to raise interest rates this cycle. The nation's jobs data for quarter two were released overnight and crushed expectations, sealing the deal for a rate increase in two weeks. In fact, markets are now pricing in a minor probability for a double rate increase of 50 basis points in August. Almost three RBNZ rate increases have been baked into the cake by November. The economy is booming, the housing market is on fire, and the island nation remains virtually virus-free. If the RBNZ is truly as aggressive as markets currently believe, the Kiwi could be the next king of the FX market. The only missing ingredient for that to happen is a rosier global environment. New Zealand is a small export-heavy economy after all, so its fortunes are ultimately tied to the global economy. The Kiwi will probably be the biggest beneficiary in case global growth worries fade a little. In commodities, gold has been absolutely lifeless this week despite some favorable macro developments. Real U.S. yields have been demolished and the dollar has been a shade softer and yet bullion has been unable to capitalize. That's disappointing. If gold couldn't stage a powerful rally with real yields falling apart, it could really struggle once the Fed takes its foot off the accelerator, especially if the dollar comes back swinging. As the old adage goes, if something can't rally on good news, it probably won't rally at all. In energy markets, oil prices took another hit yesterday. Investors seem to be repricing the demand outlook as the Delta outbreak threatens to kneecap emerging market economies and perhaps even hamstring China. That's happening against the backdrop of steady supply increases from OPEC. As for today, some U.S. events will keep dollar traders busy. The ADP jobs report will set expectations ahead of Friday's non-farm payrolls, but even more crucial will be the employment sub-index of the ISM Services Survey. Meanwhile, a speech by Fed Vice Chairman Richard Clarita at 2 o'clock GMT will be watched closely for any hints that tapering is drawing closer. This was today's Daily Market Comment Podcast. Thank you for listening at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.